You wouldn't think a Catholic church in a primarily Latino neighborhood would be the source of tensions, but that's not the case in Logan Heights. St. Anne's Catholic Church holds Mass in Latin seven days a week, and its flock is largely people who don't live nearby. Due to the pandemic, they're celebrating Mass in the courtyard, and tensions have arisen between parishioners and people who live nearby. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is your San Diego News Fix. Andrea Lopez Viafania, you're the community's reporter for the San Diego Union Tribune, and you spoke to people who lived nearby St. Anne's Catholic Church. Walk us through the history of St. Anne's. What do we need to know to understand this conflict? Yeah, so it's super interesting. I mean, I had some trouble um, actually reaching out um, and actually hearing back um, about the history of the church. But what I do know is the physical building has been there for a long time. People Uh, remember that this church had a different kind of demographic. A lot of people in the neighborhood used to go to this church. Um, But around 2008, things started to change. Um, Mass began to be held only in Latin, and um, it became a more traditional kind of church. And um, residents told me that it it seemed like the demographics of the church changed. Um, The priest was now a white priest. And a lot of people who used to attend St. Anne's that were within the community began attending another church that's nearby. Um, It's called um, Our Lady of Guadalupe. So um, from 2008, that's when people noticed noticed that change. Mm -hmm. And I think the Latin issue is probably, you know, the biggest culture change for this. Um, How common are Latin-only masses within the Hispanic community? Like, is that something common? Because when I hear that, my mind kind of thinks of, you know, Irish Catholics and more white communities. Yeah, it's, it's definitely um, very traditional. Um, in, in customs, it tends to be, at least I know in Mexico, it tends to be um, sometimes for the more elite. Um, it may be different here in the United States, but at least I know that that is the custom there in, Me- in Mexico. So, so here it, it, you, you don't see it that often, right? You see um, more Latinos and immigrants attending churches that um, are in their own language, which is Spanish. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense. Like to fully understand a Latin mass, you have to have an understanding of Latin and you need to have the time and the resources to learn that language that we don't speak anymore. So it's kind of the same thing with like, you know, Jewish Orthodox. It's like people with money and means in a community can have this kind of thing while, you know, a typical working-class neighborhood, not so much. Right. So what was the point when tensions began to arise? Kind of walk us through how things got more heated recently. Yeah, so, I mean, before it was your basic um, kind of parking tension, right? Uh, In the Logan Heights community, you have a lot of um, single-family households, but also um, it's lower-income neighborhoods. So you do have households where you'll have, like, multiple people living in one house, right? And so... If you have a, multiple people living in one house, they probably have two or three cars. So parking is already scarce in the neighborhood. And um, add to that that the church has um, mass seven days a week, sometimes multiple times uh, throughout different days. So um, it all started with parking, residents getting frustrated that, um, you know, parishioners were taking up the parking. Um, but the turning point was really um, when the coronavirus pandemic uh, started and we had this stay at home order. Um, residents tell me that people were still coming to the church and they were noticing that people weren't wearing face masks. 
So um, they were upset to see that people, you know, were coming into their neighborhood, not wearing face masks. Um, the, the church put out a sign, told people to wear face masks in the church. Um, you know, maybe people took it off when they walked out of the church. I don't know. But um, th that's kind of how like tension started, at least with one resident who was vocal about um, people not wearing face masks. And um, after that, it became kind of rape related um, in terms of when we, we started to see a lot of Black Lives Matter protests in San Diego. And um, one woman put out, um, you know, BLM sign in front of her house. Um, she had F45 uh, on the bottom in like small type. And um, there was a parishioner who came out of the church and confronted her mom in their front yard and, you know, t told her to take that thing down. And um, not as nicely as I said just now, but um, so, so yeah, things just like started building up from there. Mm hmm. I mean, it's kind of a perfect storm if you think about it, because you have people that don't necessarily live in the community coming to a space, which is something that you're told not to do in a pandemic, because that's how community transmission happens. And then tack on that, the race relations, which we're having a more open conversation on, it's kind of a perfect storm of, you know, these societal conflicts that we're seeing every day playing out in Logan Heights. Right. There was a, one man I spoke to who lives across the street from the church, and he said that his son had just gotten home from work, parked outside. There was a woman who um, just couldn't fit in the spot, and she was yelling at him to move forward. He did eventually, and um, she called the police on him and said that he was harassing her and was attacking the church. And we're, we've, we're seeing a lot of that um, on social media nowadays. But, um, you know, that, that was whether... You know, there were, that was an instance that um, she felt threatened, whether something happened, whether it didn't. Um, it definitely um, plays to everything that we're kind of seeing right now with, um, you know, in terms of race. Mm -hmm. So there's the actual, you know, physical arguments that have happened with parking. And you mentioned with the BLM signs. What's going on online? Because, you know, things are much more uh, virulent, I suppose, there. Right. So um, this is how I even became aware that, you know, this was going on. Um, I saw it on a Facebook group for uh, Logan Heights community. I saw a post that said um, the people of this congregation, um, you know, something like that. The people of this congregation don't believe in Black Lives Matter movement. Um, we should have a protest here. And um, also they don't believe in coronavirus like they don't wear face masks. Um, so that post, um, you know, I saw it start getting comments from people who were like, what do you mean? What's going on? Um, other comments from people who were like, yeah, absolutely. Um, and then somehow that post was removed. Um, but it was shared on um, other Instagram uh, profiles and um, on Twitter. And it was posted by uh, one person in particular who is like a Catholic um, uh, author uh, definitely more conservative views. And um, his post, you know, blew up, had um, hundreds of comments from people who were calling to protect the church. They thought that there was going to be a protest and potentially be some damage to the church. Um, and, you know, it, it just went from we should protect our church to here's the woman who posted this. Here's her address. These are this is the name of her husband. These are, you know, her kids. And um, yeah, basically they doxed her and this woman received, um, she said she received some some death threats and um, she notified police. And, you know, now she feels uncomfortable being in the neighborhood. She's scared. Mm. Yeah, that's unfortunate. 
but it's also the sign of the times. The tensions are high pretty much every division in our society and, you know, layer on the multiple divisions that we're having between this community and the church. It's kind of a perfect tinderbox for this argument. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And at this point, um, are you seeing any signs of dialogue? Because, you know, one would hope that you'd be able to have a civil conversation between these two sides. Is that happening at all yet? Um, I have not heard of anything yet. Um, I did speak with the resident um, that I interviewed to see, you know, and let them know if there's any kind of update to let me know. I do know that when there was the, um, the post about organizing a protest there, um, Father John Lyons, who's um, the, the father at the church there, the priest, um, he sent out a letter to parishioners just asking everyone just to, um, you know, not take matters into their own hands. Um, but as far as communication with with the community, um, no. And also, you know, I, I I spoke with him in person and and asked to speak with him about some of the issues, um, and and he denied. Uh, um, you know, he didn't want to speak with me, and um, also didn't hear back um, about some of my questions from the diocese. Uh, so, I I don't know if there's a plan to address some of these concerns or if they're not going to do anything about it. But um, I do know that residents are very frustrated. Mm -hmm. And it's certainly, I'm not sure what the right word is, but during this time, we've been so isolated. And we're under a second shutdown now. And there's questions about unemployment. People are perhaps more stressed than they were at other points in this pandemic. So if this conflict happened in the before times, do you think it would have gotten to this point or do you think it's just the external stress that's causing people to kind of take it out at anyone that kind of, you know, annoys them? Yeah, um, I, I don't think it would have gotten to this point, um, especially because what made it, um, you know, what made the tension get so high and the harassment online was um, the post about Black Lives Matter, right? So we weren't going through that movement, that awareness. Um, if we probably weren't going through a pandemic, um, you know, pe people wouldn't have had issues with people not wearing face masks at the church. Um, so I, I don't think we, you know, there would still be residents that maybe dislike the uh, the level of, um, you know, people that come into the neighborhood because of the church. But um, it's not necessarily uncommon. We have a lot of um, parishes and churches where people, you know, they don't live next to their church, but they drive there. So, um, definitely mm -hmm. a sign of the time. Certainly. And uh, what's the response been to this story? I imagine that uh, some readers have been uh, interested. Right. Um, most of the emails I've gotten are um, from individuals who um, just curious why um, there was no uh, parishioners quoted or um, why the church was not quoted. Um, and of course that goes back to, um, you know, me reaching out by phone, by email and in person, um, to, to speak with someone from the church and not hearing back. And then I did reach out to parishioners who had commented on some posts, you know, direct, specifically saying, this is a parish I go to, you know, it's not like that. Um, that's not what we experienced at all. Um, and, and I spoke with them and asked, you know, if I could, if I could interview them or even just speak with them, just get their thoughts. And um, they also directed me to the um, Diocese of San Diego. So, 
but that's mostly mm-hmm. the reaction I've gotten from from people. Yeah, certainly. In a way, this story is kind of a microcosm of where we are as a country right now. Um, something that just may be a slight that's annoying that we might brush off in the before times gets to the point where it goes on social media and someone gets doxxed. It's certainly uh, troubling how things have become this intense at this point. Yeah, and it's so easy on social media. You know, you. Um, I do know that the woman too. Not only was she doxxed, but um, someone found a picture of her and her children and posted it on um, Instagram. You know, so it does. Um, it's so easy to to do something like that on on social media nowadays. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, uh, you cover a number of things around San Diego. If uh, someone has a story that they'd like to share with you, what's the best way of getting a hold of you? Um, they can email me, or uh, they can give me give me a call. Basically, anywhere. I'm on, on Twitter, uh, Facebook. Uh, my email's really long. I can say it here, um, or type it in the comments. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes for our people listening in the podcast. But otherwise, you could see the yeah yeah yeah. All right, Andrea Lopez Viafania. Thank you so much. Thank you. In other news. The San Diego City Council has extended its rent moratorium until December 30th. The council had first approved the moratorium in late March and have extended it twice since. The concern was mainly that the city's poorest residents who are out of work would not be able to quickly pay back rent owed from the last few months. Unemployment in San Diego County remained at record highs in June at 13.9%, but that period of time came before California shut down much of its economy for a second time following the increase of COVID-19 cases. It is anticipated the jobless rate will increase in July. In the pandemic, San Diego County health officials confirmed another 498 cases of COVID-19, pushing the total to 28,005. Eight more outbreaks were discovered as well, five in a restaurant or bar, and one in a gym, a nail salon, and a residence. As is typical after reporting delays over the weekend, the county confirmed 14 new deaths. 547 people have died in the county so far from the virus. Thank you for listening to the San Diego News Fix. If you're curious about how Greater San Diego is working toward building a new future after pandemic and protest, listen to the UT's Luis Cruz on Together San Diego. Every weekday afternoon, join in on conversations with activists, nonprofits, and companies who are finding out ways this moment can change San Diego for the better. Listen in on Facebook. For a guide to all of our live streaming programming, check out the schedule on uniontrib.com. Until next time.